listen, I'm about to share with you something that the Spirit of God placed in my heart in the past 24 hours. It is that fresh. And the message is hellish disruptions or heavenly interruptions. Hellish disruptions or heavenly interruptions. What defines you? The subtext would be, don't look at me. The Holy Spirit did it. Don't look at me. The Holy Spirit did it. This is Joseph. Again, you heard a story. Matthew chapter 1. He finds out that his, his girl is pregnant and it's not his. Sounds like a Kanye song, right? It's not his. And all of a sudden, he gets a dream. And the angel Lord tells him, Shh, calm down. Calm down, sunshine. The Holy Spirit did it. Can you imagine living the kind of life where you're walking in such a, we're walking with such a miraculous byproduct where you're so favored and blessed that something is so amazing in your life, which is your relationship with Jesus, bearing fruit to abundant living. But imagine living the kind of life where people stop you and ask you, how did you get here? How did you receive that? Where did you get that? And you say, don't look at me. The Holy Spirit did it. That's your testimony forthcoming. I want you to hear me carefully. Matthew chapter 1 for preachers, every single Christmas season, those that prefer to preach in the book of Matthew, the gospel of Matthew, others prefer Luke and John, and we in this church, we rotate. If you do your due diligence, one year we'll do Matthew, one day we'll do Luke, Luke and John, etc. Mark kind of skips over this meta-narrative. So we go into this story, pretty interesting. That first chapter is a bunch of names. Have you ever read Matthew chapter 1, the genealogy of Jesus? Raise your hand. Have you ever, ever kind of done it really fast so you could get to the point? Raise both hands. This is interesting because that's, I'm not going to read to you Matthew chapter 1, the whole thing, because it becomes, if, the fun part about this, and I'm looking at it here, if you are, this is the moment that if you're not charismatic and not Pentecostal, this is the moment where Baptists and Methodists sound Pentecostal. Look, let me, I'll prove it to you. Verse 4. Ram was the father of Bingo, there it is. Once a year, every church becomes charismatic. I'm not making it up. Amanina Dabab, the father of Nashon. Gasunhite. Right? But that's not the point. If you read the names embedded, this is the list of the people that appear in the DNA of Jesus. That, to me, it's fascinating. Jesus, Matthew, easily could have written and totally bypassed mentioning anyone in Mary's bloodline. But Matthew, full of the Holy Spirit, is compelled by the Spirit of God, hey, Matthew, write down the people, the good, the bad, and the ugly, embedded in the lineage, the genealogy, the 23andMe, the ancestry.com of Jesus. What? Why would you want to include some of these names? It's pretty amazing. The word Messiah is the Hebrew for the, word, the Greek word, pretty interesting, which means the anointed one. So Matthew, inspired by the Holy Spirit, is saying the following. The anointed one is a descendant, a byproduct, a consequence, or the fruit through Mary of the following. I love this because not every single person there is pristine and perfect. There are people in Jesus' DNA via the conduit of his mama Mary that are not the nicest people on the planet. Matter of fact, there's some stuff back there. How many of y'all have stuff in your family back in the day that y'all don't want to bring up? Raise your hand. 
How many are grateful for the blood of Jesus? <laughs> Notice that, Jesus. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. What is Matthew telling you? Matthew is telling you through the Holy Spirit that this is through the word of God, that no matter what you go through in life, in your past, you are, you are the, the coming together of both your high moments and your low moments, of, of the moments you're in the valley and of the high peaks and the mountaintop, of the good days and the bad days. There are people in the lineage of Jesus, in the DNA of Jesus that really should surprise us. Let me give you an example. Rehoboam was the son of Solomon who traded the real riches of Israel for counterfeit coins and permitted the kingdom to be divided. In the DNA of Jesus, there's a crook. How many did not know that? Through Mary. There's someone through his mama, his mama's womb, back in the day, and Matthew listed. This is the genealogy of Jesus. Pretty amazing. There you find a crook. Someone who sold out the treasures. I need you to listen to me carefully. The enemy would like you to sell out your treasure. The enemy would love you to abandon. The enemy comes to rob, kill, and destroy. He wants to rob that which has value in your life. If he can take away your faith, your joy, your hope, and your peace, then he wins. Do not permit everyone to have access to that which is most valuable in your life. Protect your treasure. Somebody say, protect your treasure. Protect that. What do you value most in life? What, is, what, what in life would you die for? Here's the better question. What in life would you live for? He, so protect your treasure. This man appears in the lineage of Jesus. Believe it or not, Jesus is a descendant of Uzziah who was stricken with leprosy as a judgment for believing that his word was over God's word. Uzziah, this man appears in Jesus' ancestry.com. There is a king who actually said, my word is more important than God's word. My word trumps word. And you're telling me, I'll, I'll never do that, Pastor Sam. Every time you think your opinion is much more powerful than the word of God, you are acting like Uzziah. And that's why spiritual and relational leprosy end up on your life. Because you continue to think that your opinion is much more important than the word of God. You continue to insist that what you think is much more important than what the word of God says. Boy, I am believing and declaring in the name of Jesus that before this year is over, that spirit will come to an end in your family, your home, your marriage, your ministry, your surrounding, your calling. That you're never going to think that your opinion trumps the word of God. Quite the contrary. You're going to live with the understanding that God has the final word. That the word of God, everything else can pass away, but the word of God will never pass away. In the lineage of Jesus, there is someone involved with witchcraft. Did you know this? In Jesus' family descendancy line, via the conduit of Mary now, there is a man who, a practitioner of witchcraft, who sacrificed his own son to the god, Molech. My goodness. You have a witchcraft guy, you have a crook, and then you have someone who, who really was a narcissist who believed that his word was over God's word. That's what Matthew writes. In the, in the lineage of Jesus... In the line of Jesus, the genealogy of Jesus, here's what we have. We have some issues. But then Matthew, full of the Holy Spirit, says it doesn't end here. All of a sudden, he says, it doesn't end here. I'm going to tell you why it doesn't end here. Because God will never permit the enemy to have the final word. 
Let me repeat that for the hearing impaired. God will never permit the enemy to have the final word. Some of y'all need to hear that from this week, the past two weeks, the past two months, the past year. You've been going through things. I'm here to tell you in Jesus' name, God, if Christ, if the Messiah Jesus is the Lord of your life, God will not permit the enemy to have the final word. How many believe that with me right now? If you obey the Father, if you live according to the Father, if you say yes to the Father, God will not permit the enemy to have the final word. If you say yes to the Son, God will not permit the enemy to have the final word. If you say yes to precious Holy Spirit, God will not permit the enemy to have the final word. So I don't care if you think it's the final word. It's not the final word until God says it's the final word. Here it is. Here's what he said in Revelation 22, 13. I am the Alpha and the Omega. I am the first and the last. I am the one that begins it, and I am the one that finishes it. God has the final word. God has the final word. God has the final word. So all of a sudden, Matthew begins to incorporate some other names. Again, because heavenly interruptions will always be greater than hellish disruptions. So, so how many of us have stuff in our past that we are ashamed of? Raise one hand. That the blood of Jesus dealt with it, but we know it's there because we can't forget it even though it's been forgiven. Raise both hands. Well, I have news for you. The other stuff, meaning the other descendants, the other part of the DNA is pretty powerful. Don't stay stuck on the leprosy. Don't stay stuck on the crook. Don't stay stuck on the witchcraft. Don't stay stuck on the narcissism. Forget those chapters. They are under the blood of Jesus. You need to rather focus and grab your strength from the other things that Matthew listed. Let me tell you what Matthew said. Not only is the Messiah a descendant of these mucho malo hombres, all of a sudden he says, but let me tell you the list that redeems it all. Jesus is the descendant of an Abraham. Of an Abraham who pitched his tent towards Bethel. He's the descendant of the father of faith. He's a descendant of a man that when he was old and his wife was old. And they were both old. So old that they had the, the Denny's discount plus on steroids. I mean they had every discount. AARP, they were the spokespersons for AARP. They had all of that. And they had it. And yet he wanted a child. He wanted a son. And at this late age, physiologically speaking, it was impossible. But God, but God, but God, but God, but God, reminding all of us that it's never too late for God to show up. Did you hear that? Reminding all of us in every circumstance that it may look like it's too late. Everyone is saying it's too late. Your mind is saying it's too late. Your body is saying it's too late. Your bank account is saying it's too late. Uncle Sam is saying it's too late. And God says, when everyone says it's too late, I say, you're just getting started. I begin to do. Matthew writes and says, he's not only the descendant of Abraham. Jesus is writing Matthew now, Matthew chapter 1. He is the descendant of an Isaac. Isaac. Pastor Scotty Hagen referenced Isaac last week. What did we learn from Isaac? Watch carefully. That when we dig up the wells and the enemy comes along and places dirt in our well, you have a choice in 2020. You could either stay stuck 
whining and complaining and moaning about how the enemy filled up your well with dirt. Or you can do like Isaac and say, devil, you filled up this well. You think I'm going to stay stuck here. You think I'm going to wrap up December 31st, 2020, looking at a well that has been filled with dirt, crying and moaning and complaining and lamenting full of regrets? Uh-uh. I'm not the kind of person that looks at a well that's been filled with dirt. If you fill my well with dirt, I'm not staying stuck here. I'm going to open up another well. Is there anybody here willing to open up another well? Is there anyone here willing to give God another praise? To give God another shout of victory? Is there anyone here who knows what it is to move on and see God open doors like he has never opened up before? Don't stay stuck. Let them put the dirt in your well. You have the Isaac DNA. You don't stay stuck looking at wells full of dirt. You're anointed to dig up the well dig up the well baby dig up the well baby dig up the well baby dig up the well water's about to come out of that well I know it 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 Jesus Matthew writing says not only of Isaac Matthew writes and says that Jesus is a descendant of a Jacob who wouldn't let go of the angel Jacob who wouldn't let go why do you think you don't let go even when you think of letting go even when you want to let go because you have that DNA through Christ the same spirit the same spirit Romans 8 11 now lives inside of you spiritually speaking you have that DNA when you want to give up the Holy Spirit of God I told you it's not you it's not me I'm not doing it it's the Holy Spirit. It's not you. You want to let go, but something inside of you says, you ain't going to let go. And you try to let go, and God says, I'm, I'm, it's beyond you, baby. Get over yourself. You're not going to let go. I didn't place you on this planet, but I got something greater for you. I have something greater for your family, something greater for your dream. Is there anyone here who in 2020, even for a moment, thought about letting go, but all of a sudden the Holy Spirit showed up and reminded you that you through Jesus have a Jacob DNA that you know what it is to hold on anybody here know how to hold on we're gonna land this Jesus according to Matthew is a descendant of a Judah read it, it says Judah Judah means praise Judah means praise Judah was the one that instructed us in the Old Testament that you always begin with praise the Bible says that Judah will always go first you didn't hear that the Bible says that in every single battle Judah would go first you missed it the word Judah means praise the Bible says that in every battle praise goes first if there's anything the enemy has attempted to do this year is cut your fuel line you missed it your fuel line is your praise and your worship 
if the devil can occupy your praise in first samuel chapter 17 the bible says the philistines occupied judah before david fought goliath what did the enemy do occupy their praise if the enemy can occupy your praise it is the first step in putting a lid on your destiny i need you i'm gonna go a little bit crazy right now but i need you to rebuke whatever hell is occupying your praise I need you to open up your mouth, open up your heart, lift up your hands and whatever is occupying your Judah, you need to kick it out. You need to tell depression, get out of my praise. Fear, get out of my praise. Anxiety, get out of my praise. Sin, get out of my praise. Shame, get out of my praise. You need to look at that drama. You need to look at the drama that just showed up in your life and is occupying your Judah. You need to look at drama and say, drama, I'm not asking you. I'm not recommending. I am ordering you. And if you don't want to live on your own, I'm going to shout you out. I'm going to praise you out. I'm going to cast you out. Somebody give God your best 2020 praise. Somebody shout like the devil's been defeated. Praise like the enemy can't stand in your way. Matthew says Jesus has that DNA. He has the DNA of a praise, of a worshiper. He, he has the DNA of a Rahab who protected the spy. To cover he has the DNA of a Ruth who clung on to Naomi of a David who knocked down a giant read Matthew 1 of a Solomon who built God his temple he has the DNA of a Jehoshaphat talking about praise again Woo. he has the DNA of a Jehoshaphat that when he was surrendered when he was surrounded by his enemies who does this the king the leader the commander-in-chief all the enemies surround second Chronicles 20 and the commander-in-chief tells all of God's people, ready guys, look at all the enemies. This is our strategy. Ready? I'm going to do it. And everyone's going, we're ready to fight. And Jehoshaphat says, no, instead of fighting, I'm going to sing a song. Imagine his army going, are you kidding me? Imagine the American military infrastructure having the modus operandi that before them in the battle instead of fighting you're going to sing and all of a sudden Jehoshaphat starts going Lord you are good and your mercy your mercy endureth forever why would you sing a song are you crazy and Jehoshaphat says because God told me that if I sing he fights for me that if I praise, he fights for me. That if I worship him, he fights for me. Some of you all discovered this year never to let go of your song. You may lose your money. You may lose your job. You may lose your PPP. You may lose your mask. You may lose all of that. But you don't lose your song as long as you hold on to your song. Stand with me. You're already standing. Matthew says, Jesus is also the descendant 
of a Hezekiah who got a word he didn't like. So the Bible says he did this. And he said, God, can you give me another word? Sometimes you got to learn how to face the wall. You, he did, I need to show you one more time what he did. I'm just giving you the word. He did this. When you face the wall, you turn your back on your audience. When you face the wall, you turn your back on this, on the affirmation, the accolades, the validation, and it's just you and God. Jesus is the descendant of a king who wasn't satisfied with the word he received. So he asked God for another word, and God gave him another word. And he added years to his life. Jesus is a descendant of a Josiah, I'm reading from Matthew chapter 1, who rediscovered the word of God and tore down the false altars. What Pastor Elijah Lewis shared today, a man who rediscovered the law, it was buried for years. People did not read the word, but they were still religious. They would go to church weekly, but did not know the word. And the Bible says that corruption and sin enveloped the land until this Josiah rediscovered the word. He tore off his clothes, just went, oh my God. Jesus is the descendant of a Zerubbabel. When the temple was destroyed, he rebuilt the temple and he heard, he heard heaven say, the latter glory shall be greater than the former glory. So I'm here to tell you that if Rehoboam, Uzziah, and Manasheh didn't stop Jesus from being born. Nothing will stop you from seeing your Christ-filled, Jesus-exalting miracle. I'm here to tell you that even if your past includes the counterfeit, the disobedience, and the failures, yet through Christ, a relationship with Jesus, if the Messiah is the Lord of your life, and you know what it is to pitch your tent towards Bethel, if you kept on digging wells when the enemy put dirt on some of the previous wells, if you held on, if you knocked down your giant, if you fought with praise, if you faced the wall, rediscovered the law, tore down the false idols in your life, and if you still believe that the latter glory in your life will be greater than the former glory, then you are more than ready to live a life full of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. For the glory of Jesus. If you believe that, if you believe that even though you had some hellish disruptions, the divine interruptions will always be greater 
than the hellish disruptions. In the matter of fact, if you believe that this will be so great that this will make you forget the hell you've been through and exalt you to a place, if you believe that, now give God the best praise you've given Him in 2020. Raise your right hand. We're done. Repeat after me. Just repeat after me. My destiny has been designated. Nothing in my past can stop me. Nothing in my present can deter me. And nothing in my future can stand in my way. If you believe that, raise both hands. I'm, I'm done with you. I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm going to let you go. But watch this. I can't forget this part. And it says, the Holy Spirit did it. The Holy Spirit did. Somebody say the Holy Spirit did it. So you're going to live. You're going to live out Zechariah 4, 6. It is not by mind nor by power, but by my spirit, say of the Lord. So when, when you step into January of 2021, when you step into next year, by, by this time next year, it's going to be all turned around in your favor. And when people ask you, how did you survive 2020? Don't tell them it was the lockdown. Don't tell them it was the governor's decree. Don't even tell them it was the mask or the vaccine. Tell them, it's not me. The Holy Spirit did it. The Holy Spirit did it. The Holy Spirit led me. The Holy Spirit filled me. The Holy Spirit convicted me. The Holy Spirit comforted me. Somebody shout, the Holy Spirit did it. thing that happens in Matthew is hey give him a name two names two names you're gonna name him Jesus two names I'm making it up read it and you're gonna name him Emmanuel the baby's not born yet but the baby's not born yet I said the baby's not born yet but you're gonna name him Jesus and Emmanuel stop the baby's not born you got to name it before it's born so what is born will live up to the name. You're waiting for something to be born to name it. I dare you to call your family blessed. I dare you to call your tomorrow anointed. I dare you to call 2021 favored. I dare you to call it by name. It's not even born yet, but call it by name. Call it by name. Call it. Call it holy. Call it healed, healthy, happy, humble, hungry, and honoring. Call it by name. Call it by name. Call it before its name. My walk is righteous. My praise is dangerous. My destiny is unstoppable. My life is Emmanuel. My all is Christ. God with me, God in me, and God for me. And if that's the reality, then you have unspeakable joy, unsinkable faith, and unstoppable love. Now raise both hands. Now I'm, I'm done and I'm not kidding. I want to give these sermon notes out to someone who says, I was focusing on the Rehoboam, the Uzziah, and the Manish. I was focusing on that. I was focusing on my past failures. When today I heard from heaven, that's under the blood. Divine interruptions will always be greater than all the hellish disruptions. So if there's someone in this audience that this, that this message spoke to you here. That's all you. Take it. Walk it out. 
in Jesus' name. Lift up your hands. Thank you. Thank you, God. I, I, I don't deny the fact that I have a couple of chapters in my past that are not beautiful and pristine, kind of, kind of stuff you ever want to talk about. I get that, God. But thank you that you remind me that in the lineage of Jesus, via the conduit of Mary, his mama, there's some bad apples. And somehow the bad apples did not deter the fulfillment of redemption. Thank you. But I will not be defined by Uzziah. I will not be defined by the counterfeit, by the, the witchcraft. I will not be defined by the narcissism of the past. I am defined by the vicarious atoning work of Jesus. The blood of Jesus, the spirit of Jesus, the love of Jesus, the truth of Jesus, the grace of Jesus. I receive that. If y'all receive it, say amen. amen. If you truly heard from heaven today, say amen, amen. All these elements, they're on our app, New Season app. Check out the sermon. They're all listed. Everything we get from each of these pioneers of faith, all the heroes of faith, learn it, engrave it. You have that in your spiritual DNA. You have that, 1 Corinthians 3.16. You have that as temple of the Holy Spirit. Amen, amen, amen. I sense an anointing. Let's do this real quick. Let's do this real quick. Close your eyes for a second. If there's anyone in this audience, you're online. This is for you too in our physical Sacramento campus, our Los Angeles campus, and online. If you say, Pastor Sam, oh my goodness, this word was 190% for me. I've been focusing on that stuff, on the negative stuff, on those three bad chapters, four bad chapters, whatever it may be. I need to pivot today. God spoke to me. If that's you, I'm going to count the three. I'm going to ask you to step out of your seat and join me. I'm not going to lay hands on you. I'm good. I can't give you anything or get anything from you. But I want you to come up in just a symbolic gesture that you're stepping out of that season and stepping into everything God has promised and ordained for your life. You're going to step into from what did I do in the past to the Holy Spirit did it. If that's you, I don't care what you've been through, it's a new day. Come out of your seat right now. Try to stay about six feet away from your neighbor. If you can, my staff will help you out there. But just step. If you have a mask, it's cool. Uh, but just go ahead. Step, come on up. This is, this is that message, man. I love that. And if you have a mask, feel free to wear it. You don't have to, but if you can, it'd be preferable. Do that right now. Sometimes we just got to step into the word, right? And I know you're watching online right now all around the world. Can you just step out likewise? How do you do it, Pastor Sam? I'm here in my home. I'm in South Africa, Florida, New York, Texas, Michigan. What do I do? Just tell me right there, I'm stepping out. I'm stepping, I'm stepping out of my yesterday. I'm stepping out of that mindset. Pastor Sam, I'm not going to be defined by that. And don't permit anyone to define you by the failures of your past. Don't permit anyone to put shame on your name. You are what God says you are. Redeemed, forgiven, the righteousness of God. You are beautiful. We're going to make room here. People are still coming up. You're so amazingly beautiful. I just want to pray for you. I felt driven by the Spirit to pray for you. I feel God. I sense God right now, saints. Can me ask my, my fellow beautiful anointed believers to... Can you stretch out your hands towards the front here? Heavenly Father, we come before you. We come before you in full acknowledgement that we have a past. But that past is under the blood of Jesus. Thank you that in Isaiah chapter 43, you tell us, don't you dare 
Remember the things of the past. Look at the things of the past. They've been dealt with. Thank you. That in his letter to the church at Corinth, the apostle Paul says, forget the former things. Forget the past. Press towards the mark. Thank you. Today we receive that word. We understand what makes up our spiritual DNA. Thank you. Thank you. It's a new day, a new season, a new hour. And thank you that we will give you the credit. We will tell everyone the Holy Spirit did it. Everyone here with your hands, just repeat after me. I receive this word. I am fully forgiven, fully redeemed. I will no longer live in the past, settle in the past, stay stuck in the past. As for me and my house, we will move forward with the DNA with the power, the strength, the vision, the anointing, the grace, the truth, and the love of Jesus. I'm never looking back in Jesus' name. If you made that prayer, now give him your best shout of praise. So who did it? Who did it? Who's taking you from glory? Who did it? Who's opening doors? Who's pouring out favor? Who's protecting you? Who's sanctifying you? The Holy Spirit did it. One more time. Give it up for Jesus.